0: You're listening to The Film Podcast about indie filmmaking and big-budget films with award-winning filmmaker Craig Newland. And welcome to another episode of The Film Podcast. We're talking to a film director who has made her directorial debut. Now, she wrote the film, which is based on a true story. Many obstacles to overcome, which we are going to find out about along the way. Blurta Basholi, welcome to the film podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Blurna, nice to have you on, and you're from Kosovo, you shot the film there, now I want to firstly find out about you as a filmmaker, and how you were able to start this journey of making your film, which really looks like it's dripping with a labour of love, the story is so incredibly rich with lots of layers and layers of tone, so let's find out about the film, because... For our audience who haven't seen the film, perhaps you can just set up the story first.
1: Um, yes, um, Hive is a story about Fahriye, um who has lost her husband during the war in Kosovo and needs to start a business uh, to provide for her kids but the society doesn't see this as a positive thing um, and it's based on a true story. Thank you so much because for saying all the beautiful things because yes we did put a lot of love in, into this film and it did take uh, quite long to make it um, initially because I heard this story in 2011 and it was from a tv story where faria was on um and then i went to meet her in person and after meeting her in person it was really her character and her personality that, that um, impressed me and motivated me to write about her but also kind of uh, made me feel like I have a duty to portray this strong uh, female character on screen because of the strength that she portrayed from the very first meeting I met her. Um, it took us a couple of years um, first of all until I started to write the script because uh, I was uh, back then graduating for my master's degree in film study in uh, film production or film studies And then I had two kids. Um, So I started uh, writing at some time, 2015. um, And that's where about after writing the first draft when I met uh, our producer, Ul Uka, with whom since then we've been together. And luckily we're working on another project um, together. I mean, um, every film has its own difficulties to be made and low budget uh, films more so. um, But that's why they are beautiful because all of them have their own Specific way of being made, and then uh, specific ways of also being uh, taken to the audience. And with Hive, I can't say, but nothing else, but that it's been a really beautiful journey. It there were a lot of challenges, a lot of work to like um, research in the first place, a lot of emotions involved because of the issue he talks about, but also because um, we I've been through war myself, so it was um, also Um, even more emotional to work through it and deal with it and and in a way heal through it as well in that sense, really, um, it helped us in many ways. Ulka um, Goshi joined the project from the very beginning so it was really um, uh, lovely to work with her and uh, yeah slowly we got the crew together got the finances uh, together after some refusals and then and then they said yes and uh, we got to make the film uh, in 2019
0: we shot it and a film from Kosovo I'm struggling to think of any film that I have watched from Kosovo, representation and different perspectives is so incredibly important with filmmaking, especially in a sea of, or a mountain of content. A film like yours is even harder to break through. And when you were making it, you were probably hoping that you would have an international audience. More often than not, that doesn't really happen. But in this case, with your film, what a relief it must have been for you seeing that your film had the ability to cross borders.
1: Well, yes, um, because um, when you're making a film out of uh, from Kosovo, which is a small country uh, for which not many people know about. Also, it's very difficult to think on on the ways to tell the story uh, because a lot of times we end up describing uh, a lot, and and the films become very descriptive. We we describe the culture, the tradition, the political situation, which is even for us complicated, the war, the freedom, and so on. So sometimes we end up explaining a lot, even within the story itself. With Hive, I really what I really tried to do was because I really loved this story and 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 worked hard on it, and I really wanted to just focus on the character and hope that people are going to follow her as a human to human rather than thinking whether this is happening in Kosovo and maybe it's only related to Kosovo and so on and really hope that people are going to connect to her um, not just in Kosovo but all around the world but it's it's tricky it's always um, for me I'm the skeptical one in the crew so I was like always I don't know I'm, I wasn't sure how people are going to react to it are they going to understand are they going to feel like a story that is hap- it's very distant and it's not happening close to them? Are they going to feel for her are they going to be inspired by her? Um, so many questions Uh, but um, as you said there's like a lot of films in Kosovo who have been made and couldn't um, couldn't be uh, distributed and couldn't reach audiences abroad there's many others who did luckily Um, and especially on the year we were out there were a lot of uh, films um, uh, coming out um, in different kind of festivals uh, mostly by female directors uh, which was really um, amazing to see it happen but um, before Hive There were several films, but not as many.
0: Now take me back to Sundance last year such a small number of films are selected but yours got into Sundance when you're making the film of course you're not thinking of film festivals like a Sundance at the time you are just hoping that you're going to be able to finish shooting the film and then by some small miracle you're going to be able to do the whole post-production without going mad but the fact is that you got into Sundance. What did that mean to you at that moment of finding out that this film, your directorial debut, had made it into Sundance?
1: It meant a great uh, deal because, as you said, as as we were working, it really we really didn't want to think, well, the, this film is going to make it or not, whether this film is going to be uh, accepted by some big festival or not. We really wanted to give everything we have and we know and put it in it, and, and so that we at least don't feel guilty that we didn't, we could have done more and we didn't do it. So in that sense, uh, for me, it was really important that we do our very best in every phase of this film. And yes, for production, we almost went mad because we were uh, in, um, in pandemic and a lot of things had to be done through Zoom and then a lot of traveling through pandemic which was very difficult but somehow the film got made by a lot of work by a a lot of work from a lot of people but when it finally uh, got accepted in Sundance uh, I was really happy honestly because um, I always loved Sundance Film Festival and really wanted our film to premiere there and wasn't hoping at all that it's going to get accepted and when it did it was really uh, it was really amazing for us it was a recognition it was a reward that uh, for all the work everyone did and uh, most importantly because of the story uh, it tells
0: look I I just I, I just think this is fantastic that your film got got into Sundance not only did you get into Sundance you also picked up a few awards tell the audience what you won
1: they initially told me about the directing award and I was really happy. I was very skeptical that we are going to win any awards. And then we got the directing award, which was really amazing. I was really happy about. It. And, uh, later on we learned that we won also the audience award and the grand jury
0: prize. Not only did you go, but you, you, you kind of just crushed it, didn't you? I mean, it was, it was such a, um, I was just so happy for you when I saw that last year, and I thought, gee, we've really got to get you onto the film podcast. But it didn't stop there, because as you say, Kosovo is not a very big country, but you were the Oscar nomination, weren't you? So tell us a little bit about that and how you found out about that.
1: We were Kosovo's um, official entry for Oscars, and we made it to the shortlist. We unfortunately didn't get nominated, um, but um, the journey of promoting the film for Oscars and getting into the shortlist was um, a very new thing for me. Mm. Um, the whole process was new and, and and I didn't know much about it and learned a lot and met a lot of beautiful uh, people throughout the process. So it, it was quite a uh, quite an interesting and beautiful journey as well on it
0: on its own. You know, the good thing about films is that you never know where a film is going to take you. I mean, this film in particular has taken you to, I believe, Switzerland, Spain. You've uh, premiered the film in Pristina in October of last year. I mean, how did all that feel for you, you know, being in your country of Kosovo, doing the premiere there where filmmaking is difficult, as we mentioned from the outset, to make?
1: It was wonderful, actually, because, um, well, first of all, screening it in Kosovo, it was a special screening at a film festival and a lot of uh, film professionals came, but a lot of uh, Fahriye Hoti, the the real character, was there and it was a very emotional screening. So at the end, in the Q&A, we all cried, uh, beside Fahriye, who, who happened to be strong even that night. And uh, it was very emotional and, and lovely screening. Uh, but then we traveled to many countries, as you mentioned, and. Uh, in every country you can notice similar aspects but also different aspects that the film touched them and the questions they have and the interest that they have about the country the culture, the industry Uh, for me it was really impressive and and really beautiful to learn from and and experience because uh, you really get to see how people react to something that you made um, together with many other people not just myself but um, I happen to be traveling more than other crew members and it was really, really amazing to to discuss and see people's reactions and see what elements uh, impressed them, what are the questions that they had. Uh, for me, it was really, really a beautiful journey because um, this film, besides uh, being to a lot of festivals, luckily it got distributed a lot and it got released in many cinemas. Uh, so uh, for us, that's also very unusual for a film from Kosovo because usually films get distributed, but they would Distribute, be distributed only on VOD or, or streaming services uh, but for a film from Kosovo to get distributed on cinemas as well is, is very rare and people are also really now I'm in Switzerland and people are really excited that a film uh, from their country is showing on cinemas. so that's really another aspect of representation and 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 lovely to to hear and feel.
0: You know, you raise a really good point, and that is the fact that your film got into so many film festivals and you are travelling around and you're talking to people, you're doing the Q&A. As you say, different in different countries you might have different aspects of the film that they are asking you about so it is an education in many ways that you actually come away from all of those film festivals from those different countries with maybe you know moving forward a bit of a perspective on telling you know story and what does capture people at certain times and certain moments.
1: Exactly. Because when you're I mean, it's the same film showing everywhere. And as it started in US and Sundance was virtual, people really were touched by the whole story and by the position of women. Um, But a lot of people really reacted to the sense of community to how these women supported each other and what a good energy they had among each other after they started working. And that was really interesting because it it was also on time of pandemic where everybody was lost locked in their apartments alone. And, and that aspect of the film really touched them. Whether it's when we screened it on Spain, um, pandemic was a little bit uh, towards the ending, but also in Spain, they also have a lot of uh, family members who um, have gone missing since the civil war. So they connected to that aspect and talked about that. Whilst in Kosovo, uh, of course, as well, the war side of it was uh, more something that touched the people more and wanting to discuss more about it and how important it is to talk about uh, what a war consequences are and how the r- history should not repeat itself. Whether let's say in Luxembourg, we mostly talked about uh, women rights and discrimination and and all of that. So it was really, I mean, it's really interesting to see how, depending on what uh, moment in life people are uh, and how the countries are developed and what the interests are and and. And that's the way how the film also will impact them. um, But how will also the audience react and, and be interested in?
0: Mm, Yeah, I find that so fascinating, and with your film, I was kind of reminded of Parasite winning Best Feature at the Oscars, and how motivating that must have been for you at the time, because when something like that happens, it's like, you know, the belief system just kicks in a little bit. You know, having a film that can travel internationally, when you get a film like a Parasite, it really does just sort of push you just a little bit harder when you're making your own film. Did any of that sort of play out for you?
1: Oh, absolutely. I've, I actually mentioned Parasite in many interviews because it really, really motivated me. Um, we come from a country that, um, that doesn't have a lot of, there's not many Albanians in the world. There's not ma- many Albanian speaking people in the world. So when, uh, when people are asking us sometimes to make films, they're like, can you make it in English language? This was our reality before. And I was like, it doesn't make any sense to make a film in Kosovo in English language, and and it is important that uh, the films that are authentic they need to be made in in the local language because that's that's how they're gonna feel more uh, believable and realistic, and um, and seeing *Parasite* win all the prices and 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 also uh, getting such recognition for for me. Personally, but I'm sure for many filmmakers, it gives really hope. Uh, and I, and Parasite really really changed how um, audiences now perceive films and how they um, are more much more open now to watch films with subtitles and not just um, English speaking films. So for me, it was a huge thing. And and as I spoke to people after Hive getting the recognition, um, even people in the industry are now more open and interested in producing films in different um, kind of languages, which really gives opportunities to to many filmmakers who want to stay original and want to make films on the languages that they want to make.
0: Yes, your film is a very intimate film. You've crafted this through your direction. It's a way for the audience to really almost get inside the main character's life, which isn't an easy thing to do from a director's point of view. But it comes with understanding what you're telling. The casting, I thought, right across the board of Hive was faultless. Even the small one-liners, you went very deep with your casting. It is obvious to see on screen. And we know that you get that casting right and you are a long way down the road for getting the rest of the film really starting to, to work in the, in the spirit that you're hoping to achieve. So talk about the attention of that casting that you went through and why that was so important for you to get right with the story.
1: I mean, for me, after writing um, the script, um, the most important um, part of making a film is casting. I love um, auditioning uh, and I love um, casting and I love I love working with actors um, because I think it's really important. It is them who are materializing everything you're writing on paper. And if the performances are not good, even that one person who says one line, the audience are going to get distracted and they're not going to believe you anymore. Um, so what's the point of having somebody who cannot deliver a line And then you're ruining the rest of the film because the audience would then be like, ah, okay, it it was going to be a good film, but it's not. Um, For me, it's really distracting if a person comes in and says, hi, how are you doing? And, And that's not good. And even if it's just really short sentence, it is really important. Uh, the character, the audience comes to the, to the theater uh, because they believe us, because they want to go to, want uh, you to take them into a certain experience, into a certain world. And we should treat that uh, chance with respect. Otherwise, if you don't do it, then they're not gonna believe us and they're not gonna come anymore. Um, so for me, it was really important. And I always carefully choose um, the actors Um, but I also really like working with them. So I paid a a lot of attention to to every word that they say and, and to every action that they make. I was lucky to know Yulka Ghosh the main actress before because uh, she's a well-known actress, but I also worked on a short film with her before. And I really like how she works and how dedicated she is. She's really easy to work with, but also she really loves her job and she really loved Fahria's character. So when you have a person like that, you really you have to do everything to make that character look good and, and perform well because she's giving you everything. And then um, you're the one who should um, um, use that in a good way um, to, to achieve the, the performances um, you want. Um, and, and then with the rest of the actresses, some of them I worked before, some of them I made auditions for, and some of them I never seen or worked before, but I'm so happy we did work on this film because for me, it was also important to create uh, a community that works well together, not, not just to perform as if we feel good together, but to actually feel good while working together because I wanted to portray that sense of community and the good energy between the women and um, the actresses just really had a good time working together and not just the actresses, but the actors and everyone else because I really wanted that, that energy to be felt and was really enjoyable to work with all of them.
0: You know, you said something really important, Blurter. You said that you love working with actors and that comes across in the film. From me looking at it from a filmmaking perspective, I can tell that you really love working with people on the floor.
1: I do, I do. One of the advices that I got and I, I never forget was I was as I was going on a student film that I was shooting, she told me, uh, don't forget to enjoy the shooting. And I was like, what? How can you enjoy the shooting? I'm so stressed. Everything, I have to do so many things. And But that really stuck with me because um, we really love our job. That's why we chose it. And the stories we tell, we gotta love them. And I really loved Hive. And for me, it was really also important that we have a good time working together, no matter how difficult the film was. So um, in that sense, I think we did. We really had an amazing crew, not just the actors and actresses, but every department really did the, their best to make their job look good and for me that's really important when someone really works hard and they have good energy on set and they're supporting each other uh for me that's amazing and in this case it was the case and i i think that was really important and amazing to
0: feel and see you know your lead coming back to your lead The very first opening scene, which is the one of the long take, you get the sense, like she's carrying the world on her shoulders, the weight of the world, the way she is looking and inhibiting her backstory. And without having somebody that is playing that is true in terms of that raw emotion, you'd be kicked out of the film. But she is so good in your film.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, for many roles, maybe you always have a, um, a number of actresses that you can cast. And in Kosovo, we're really lucky to have a lot of really talented actresses and actors. For Fahriye's role, I really thought it has to be Yulka. Exactly for that role, that I thought she's the only one that can give. Um, I, I love all the actresses that are on this film, and I'm so happy I got to work with all of them at the same time because it felt good. But And I'm sure... If, if and Ulka lives in U.S., so there were complications of getting her uh, in Kosovo, and at some point I was like, if she cannot make it who would I uh, uh, cast and and of course I had uh, other options but really I thought it's really important that we have Ulka because she had a certain attitude a certain rawness to her acting and then to the way she talks and the way she looks and everything for me it was really important that she is because I thought that beside her for performance it's it's also important how her attitude is and how she looks like and how she moves and how she, she does her actions uh, so I'm really glad that it worked out because I think it added much more, uh, much more reality or authenticity to the character rather than just making a good performance.
0: Yeah, and you talk about the other departments. The production designer did a fantastic job. The locations in the village, all very authentic. Wardrobe did a sterling job, but I do want to mention the sound. I thought the sound design was really good. I mean there was something about the sound design, it just was always present and the the score that you decided on and settled on really did fit the tone of your movie
1: um, yes, um, um, I, as I said, every department worked really well and um, I'm really happy and I, I believe I'm going to work with most of these people because all of them really, really paid a lot of attention to every detail and that's really lovely to see. Even when something goes wrong, if the person of a certain uh, department is really trying their best, I, I I can I can live with it, you know, even if they're, what they're doing is sometimes wrong and we need to redo it. I, I really love when people are paying a lot of attention and and dedicated to the work and love the story. Uh, with sound design and, and music I really uh, I try to be really careful because sound is really of course very important um, but this was also a very realistic film so we wanted to use uh, the sound uh, to like be realistic and portray every moment the way it is in the best way we could but also use a little bit some elements of sound uh, which were not very realistic to convey certain feelings and then when music comes on board, I'm always very economical with music. I was inspired by, um, Kosovo traditional song and we use it as a, as a uh, motivation and, and as a light motive as well. Um, but also I really like to, to use music carefully and, and I'm glad Julian was uh, supportive in that direction um, because I really think sometimes uh, music is overused and it kills the film and the story. So uh, I really wanted to have very quiet moments and where we feel what she's feeling and then use the music. Only when we think it's, uh, it's adding um, to the story, but more like a, like a story on itself as a music.
0: Well, Bluder, I really enjoyed your movie, and it's great to see all the success that has come your way, particularly some of the accolades, and congratulations with all of that. So what is coming next for you? Where's the next film?
1: Um, the next film uh, is um, a story again based on a true story. It's based on my teenage life uh, in Pristina in Kosovo during the late nineties. Uh, um, it's a teenager story about finding identity in a very, very political background.
0: Well, good luck with that. All the best moving forward, and thanks so much for coming on to the film podcast.
1: Thank you so much uh, for having me, and pleasure to talk to you.
0: You've been listening to The Film Podcast with Craig Newland, your weekly podcast about all things behind the camera and in front of it. Until next time, have a great week.